am Sarah Ruffi, and I am the Woman Warrior Lawyer, and today my guest is Stacy Summers. Stacy, welcome. Thank and you. Please introduce yourself. Yep, I am Stacy Summers. Um, I work at Anytime Fitness in Wausau. I'm manager and owner there, and I've been there for a little over 10 years now. How did you come about owning an Anytime Fitness franchise? Yeah, um... Well, it's, uh, for, first of all, I guess I started with the fitness industry. Um, goodness, my mom worked at a fitness club down in the outside of the Milwaukee area. And that's, she was working there. And then I got a job in there and just so they made protein shakes. So we'd make protein shakes, greet people when they came in. And, uh, one and at one time it came about where they offered me a position to do sales at, at the club. And it's kind of at that point in my life, like, do I go out? I wanted to go elsewhere for college or do I stay around? Well, I met my now husband and that kind of helped me like stay you in. You made a decision based made on decision. him. Yep. 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 So, um, and, and also I had this opportunity to work at this, uh, fitness club and become like a sales manager there. Um, so I did that and it was stayed in the area, did that. And somebody that to come back to where I am now, somebody that worked out at that, uh, fitness club ended up, um, now, now we're talking years later, started the anytime fitness up in this area and talked to my old boss down at that fitness club and said, Hey, do you know anyone in the Wausau area that might, you know, want to run this fitness club that I have. And, oh, yeah, my old sales manager, because since then we had moved up to Wausau, lives in Wausau, why didn't you ask her? And got offered the opportunity, and here I am. And I kind of worked my way into it. I didn't own it right away. I just was the manager. I was handed the keys and said, make this make Here you go, make it work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, um, uh, yeah, and I took it on. I did. I actually said no at first. I think there was that fear of, like, oh, my goodness, that's a lot of responsibility, but, um, thanks to him and his belief in me and saying, no, I think you can do this. And, um, I really believe in you and hearing that from somebody like him, uh, inspired me like, okay, like maybe I should give this a shot and I can't imagine doing anything different. So, and it really went back to what I love. Like, cause I, between that time, I had that time to kind of like, I did some other customer service jobs and sales jobs and just, it wasn't there. Like, you know, it was a job. It was a job. A J-O-B. Yes, exactly, exactly. And there was not, um, and I found, and sometimes I think you have to do that in life, you know, like you, you don't realize it at the time looking back then you do, but like you think, oh, it's always the grass is greener on the other side or try something else, but it might, life might just circle you right back to what you're supposed to be doing or where you should be. Amazing how that works, isn't it? It is, it is. So you said how he had more belief in you than you did. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Isn't it amazing what happens when you actually say, okay, I'm going to take the leap of faith, not because I believe I can do it, but because you believe I can do it. Mm-hmm. How did that all come about? What was your initial reaction? I know you said you were scared. Yeah. What made you go from scared to, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I think sometimes you got to, actually, my husband actually taught me this. He's like, yeah, sometimes go like, what's the worst that can happen? Well, what's the worst thing? You know, like really. I could get fired. (laughs) Yeah. Or say, this isn't for me. And then you find something else, you know? But, um, also I think coming from him, he was, he's, um, done amazing things in his life and uh, with his businesses and stuff. And I'm like, 
you know, sometimes you have to see where the source it's coming from. You're like, this guy isn't, he's, he, I, I have some belief in him. And I, uh, you know, like from his success. So is he seeing something that I just, you know, don't see? In Clearly my, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And thank God he did. And like, and I'm eternally grateful for that too, because I think, gosh, if I didn't take this opportunity and even just like the people that I've met and I hope and pray that I was able to help in some way. And whether it was just in that quick interaction, maybe if they just came in to visit the club or people that have been with me at the fitness club, I've been able to help and, and just through years of years of their life and um, make them feel better about themselves. Cause I would have never had that opportunity. Like if I was just maybe picking up a phone on the other side, like at a customer service shop with somebody, you know? So, yeah. Now, we go to your club, and we've known you a while. Yeah. And you are not and never have been what I consider, like, the the total fitness guru working out, you know, multiple, multiple hours every day to make sure that I have, like, zero body fat on me, and everybody's going to be that psycho about fitness. Why do do you do it? Yeah. I, well, I do walk up to some people with a sports bra on and just flex this whole time. Hey, can I show you? I just just didn't do it for you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Let me show you around the club. No, (laughs) no. Um, no, I, you know what it is? It honestly comes back to, I, it, it's a pat for me. It's a passion for helping people and just finding that, that finding people that love themselves, like in, in, improve their self-esteem. And what's interesting is in fitness, like, I feel like that is like the one, one path where you can, you can, I can give people the tools and maybe I can tell them like, and, and help them to believe in themselves, but they're ultimately the only ones that can do it. And as soon as that, that person, you see that moment where it's like, Oh my goodness, like I did that. Like, I can't do that push up for you. I can't do that, you know, lift those weights a few more times. But if you if I could talk to somebody and just try to give them that self belief in themselves to take that step to do it, I I do know that on the other side like that that self esteem will grow. And and I also know outside of my walls cuz once they start doing that, they they might do something that makes them feel good in the club, but then when they go home to their family or in their workplace or just out anywhere, I know it's going to trickle into those areas too. So, um, so I guess I, I just have a belief in what it can do for you. And maybe part of the reason too, is like, I'm, I'm very real. Like I understand life is busy. I'm, you know, a mom as well and running the business and, you know, you're doing multiple things that way. So maybe it comes from maybe a more realistic place for sometimes people where it's like, no, it's, I have to think about getting that workout in too, just like you do. But I also know it's going to change your life, you know? And I, and I, and I can prove that through not only my life, but also prove it through all the lives that I've gotten to see over the years that it's how it's changed their lives too. So, well, and you're also, you're persistent in trying to get your members into the gym. I will vouch for that, (laughs) but you're not pushy. So have you found like that, that sweet spot or that fine line that I can tell now I'm pushing it a little too far. So it's time to rein it in a little, maybe. Yeah. Goodness. I, maybe people just don't tell me if I've reached that (laughs) point. I think you would, Sarah, if I did, right? I clearly would. (laughs) I know you would. Oh goodness. I, um, 
You know, and maybe it goes back, and I know you talked about this in your book, and I totally agree. It's listening. And, you know, you have to know the person first before. So if I has to go back to listening to that person, so you know what that point is for each person, too. So maybe I've learned over the years just working, because you work with so many people, mm-hmm. every walk of life. And that's another beautiful thing about the job. There's no, there's no boundaries of the people that you get to meet, which is pretty awesome. So... Um, fitness can bring in all different types of people, all shapes and sizes, all right? Shapes and sizes, all paths of lives. Yes. Yeah. So I think going back to that, um, I think it goes back. You got to listen and know your person. Cause each person that, that there's a certain point with that. And so I don't think there's any right or wrong. Cause you just got to know, but, and again, with listening, if they came in, one of the questions I asked is what's your goal? What brought you in this door today? So if I can remember, it was, oh, I went to a doctor and they, you know, said my blood pressure was too high or there's oh, the motivation. I, yeah. Oh, I, I looked at a family picture from this weekend that was taken and I couldn't handle it anymore. And, or I'm just not, I'm not happy or, oh, I just got over a bad divorce or, you know, so to bring that, those things up again, listen and keep them up here. And that's, uh, I think that's a huge part of it. So you, you can work with that person at their comfort level where they're at, but also to be realistic to be like, this is what brought you in. This is why you stopped in that day. And let's, let's get back to that, you know? So figuring out their why and yeah, you actually care enough to remember their why or that you anchor it so you can bring it back to them and help them on their path to success. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I really don't think that's, um, um, anything like you can train somebody to do, you know, you have to find the right person. Uh, like it's genuinely. a feel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like genuinely. And I do, I genuinely want to see it. Like every person walk out of those doors feeling better. And I know that they can, and I know that they will. And, but again, it's probably like what I just went through too, where someone had to say, I believe in you to take this position. I'm now in that position to other people and say, I'm, I believe in you that you can make this time for yourself and you can make your life better. You know, we're given one chance to have this body and this one chance here on earth and life like this. So make the most of it, you know? I think that's very, that's a very good point. And I like the, how you had said, you know, how this other person believed in you and brought you in and, I think there's a certain amount of self-doubt and fear whenever anybody embarks on something new. Yeah. And if you have that cheerleader in your corner, that doesn't need to be in your corner. But I know that you've also gone through your own transformation to get to where you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that you can relate to people who want to transform their physical character, which in turn transforms everything yeah exactly exactly yeah it's amazing you know i mean when you work out you naturally have endorphins going so if i get somebody in that might be a little depressed or has anxiety or whatever it's like at least i can say you know what just give it walk in these doors just go on that treadmill for 20 minutes too um and or hey if it's 10 minutes it's still something it's more go, than nothing exactly 
Um, I think that's another thing too. Again, just meeting people where they're at. I think there's this false, like, Oh, I got to walk in and I got to, you know, walk in with certain clothes on with a certain, my hair done a certain way. Everyone's (laughs) looking at me. Oh my goodness. They might notice if I didn't do that last push up, you know? So no, it's not like that at all. At least not in my, in the culture, in my facility too. Like I can guarantee that. (laughs) Oh wait, I'd probably be like, I don't care anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. But it is amazing how like, and I, I don't doubt, like, again, I'm there all the time. So again, I like to put myself in other people's shoes, you know, but I can understand that from whatever they see on TV, social media, whatever, you know, that they think they, they have, there has to be a certain way to do this, but there really doesn't like to come in and have someone say, no, it's okay. Just do 10 minutes and, and get used to working out in front of other people. And, um, don't worry, no one's looking at you. And like to, to kind of bring down those walls and those barriers and then bring it back to, Hey, this is about you. This is about your health. This is about being the best that you can, you know, and bring it back down to their level that way too. So going back to how you got into this opportunity because somebody believed in you mm-hmm. when you didn't. Do you remember the point where all of a sudden you said, okay, Phil, thank you very much. What's the worst that can happen? I'm just going to go for it. And you still, I'm going to go for it, but I don't believe I'm going to, you know, this is for me. At what point did you realize this is for me and this is where I belong and fear be gone. Yeah. Did, is there anything that kind of sticks out in your mind as to kind of like that pivotal moment? There's, you know, I don't remember her name. There was a girl early on that, I mean, so like just when we had started and I would write at that time and write out like a little thank you postcard. And remember she was, she had anxiety, I know, a little depressed, like that sort of thing. And she came in and she had a journal and she put that little postcard in her journal. She said, this really meant a lot that you sent this. And I, I had, you know, like I remembered some of our story we talked about and she's like, I put this in here and it was kind of like her journal on this new journey she was in. And I, I do remember that. And I wish I could remember her name. I'm usually pretty good with names, but I, I remember, you. you know, what? <laughs> you know, I, I, that I think that situation, it was probably one of those like, no, you're back to where, like where you belong, where you should be. Like you just help somebody like getting that idea of, you know, feeling helped again too. So or help feeling that I'm helping people and again, bring out the best in them. So that, I think that was that first, that first story that came in now, you know, I've, there's been, I've been blessed to have multiple ones since then. So, oh, sure. but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny how those first ones leave the biggest impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you, and you'll sit back and you can think and, oh, I remember this one or I remember that one, but it's kind of like that first one, that first feather in your, in your cap going, I'm where I belong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do you still feel that you're where you belong? Yeah, definitely. And you know, it goes back to like the members and the people that I get to meet where it could just be that one story or thank you. You know, you got me through this or because of this, you know, whether I said something or whether I just got them motivated to come through the door that day and like, nope, this is, this is what I should be doing right now. I needed to be in this person's life for maybe that little bit of time just to, say that right that what thank goodness had the right words to say that they could just have that a better, little yeah, switch yeah to... and sometimes it could just be 
for that day, you know, it's not, it might not be this lifelong thing, but at least that day it, they, they felt better, you know? So yeah, definitely. So you had talked about, you kind of took these little paths and got back into the fitness business. It seems to me one of those paths was selling cars. Yes. Tell me about that. Yeah, that was not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> and did you find not... out or figure out very early on that that just wasn't yeah, your thing? That was not my thing. Yeah. And you know what? Like, cause you think, oh, you're in sales. So, you know, why not? I think somebody just asked me that. I think cause <laughs> they, they asked what I did and they're like, well, wouldn't you just go right into after you did car sales, you go into selling homes. You know what I mean? Well, that's if you're a salesperson. I'm not a salesperson. I found that <laughs> out. You know what? Like I, again, I, I want to, I want to help people. And like, I can't, I couldn't find that passion to say, if you get the red car, your life is going to be a lot better versus <laughs> this blue one here. You know, it's just that it doesn't, it doesn't work. So, um, but again, I had a go on that part of the path and take that journey to understand like, no, I'm not a salesperson. And then I got into customer service and I'm like, okay, like I'm helping, I'm servicing people. Um, that was in like the window door industry and I'm like, but it's still, so I enjoyed that talking to people, but it just, again, it, it wasn't the same that, um, I, and I, and I, then I realized too, I'm a people person. Cause then I, for a little bit, I did a different job too, where it's more like, data entry sort of thing. I was only in there for a few months before the anytime thing popped along, but oh my goodness, like that was another, then I wasn't around people. So it's interesting, you know, I had the fitness element, tried the sales thing, did the customer service, but that was through the phone, which I like, but it wasn't like real interacting. Then I got rid of the people and did like just more data entry. And it, I, you really start finding like your niche and what you're, what you feel like you're good at, or what you feel like is your purpose, part of your purpose here on this earth too. Um, so yeah. And it led me all, all the way back to, to fitness. And I think I told you this story once, but I had, um, a member at the first fitness club down in the Milwaukee area that was at her name was like Lisa. And she was somebody I worked with at the time it was called the body bug. And it was before Fitbit and all that. And it was this <laughs> big device you wore on your, your arm and you'd count your calories like the first one. And we had a program at that fitness club that we worked with these people and, um, she lost, you know, she lost a lot of weight and, uh, with that. And I was like her coach throughout it all too. Um, but again, just in the, somebody else in this big path of fitness that I got to be with. And before I left and went to the next job, she gave me this plaque that said inspire. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and it, it was just, it was weird. So she gave me this, that's it. She said, I, you inspired me. You inspired me to lose this weight and do better. And then here comes how many years later any this anytime fitness position I got landed and their their title was hired to inspire and I'm like there there it goes like a full circle yeah Lisa knew like right there like that um this is this is again where I should be but and and that's something I don't again take for granted because I've tried other things and um I do thoroughly enjoy what I do you know and and again working with people I think it's interesting that you said you figured out sales is not your thing, selling used cars. Yeah. And yet when you talked about first being at the fitness center at the Anytime down by Milwaukee, you were in sales. And when you came up here and you were going to manage this one not long after it opened, you're again back in sales. 
how do you define what you do now when you said sales is not your thing? No, I, I say, how do you reconcile that? Yeah, I'm helping people. That's how I look at it. I'm helping people. I, and, um, and even down to the point, like, I hope I'm the right fit for them, but if I'm not, I'll tell everybody, like, even I'll be like, you know, I hope you still find something that works for you, you know, because I truly believe that you recreating some sort of workout plan and getting exercise as part of your routine and trying to become healthier is you're going to, you're going to end up in a better place, you know? So I, I hope I'm that, that place for them, but, um, yeah, so I, I would like to say I'm in the business of helping people versus like sales. <laughs> I'm not selling them something that they don't need or they yeah. aren't going to use. <laughs> right. I'm helping them improve their life. Yeah, exactly. And this is what I have to offer in, in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to, to, to look at it. Cause other people would look at it. No, you're still, you're in sales. You are selling a service. You're selling the club, mm-hmm. but when you shift your mindset, it's amazing what can happen with just a little tweak. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So do you feel like you're living your purpose? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. And I mean, and part of that too is obviously my family and my, my kiddo and, you know, like that I can still help others and be part of all these others. My anytime fitness family, if you want to say it too. Um, and also still have, you know, my family life too, which is utmost important to me too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm trying to figure out if we should keep going or maybe take a break. Um, actually I got a question for you. So your mom got you in to the fitness world. Mm -hmm. Is that what you always pictured you would, the path you would go down? No, uh-uh, not at all. I think I was like, when I was little, I wanted to be a vet, you know, because I loved animals and, um, no, I, <laughs> I don't, in high school, I think they thought I was going to be like an MTV as the VJ, like I always wanted to be <laughs> big city, <laughs> oh, something like that, oh, something crazy like that. No, so I had Bright no idea. lights, big city, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not there. <laughs> um... But, uh, no, my mom, my mom was always into fitness. I mean, she had all the, um, what is that? Tony Little and what's that other one? Like, uh, Jane, Jane Fonda, was that one? No. Jane Fonda was one. Was she one? Yeah. Yeah. What's, oh, the abs of steel, buns of steel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All those VHSs. Yeah. So she's. she's, Suzanne Summers too in there. (laughs) I'm sure. Yep. Yep. That little thing you put in your thighs. Thigh master. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So she, no, she was very into fitness, like her whole life. And this was like kind of a side fun job. So thank goodness that she had that thing of her fitness and then it got her to get this kind of like fun Fun side job. And then, oh, they had an opening and then I got in and you know, otherwise I would have never really. So her side hustle became your career. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and too, for the fact, I mean, um, yeah, that she like got me in the door there, and then that the owner of that business offered like me to say, "Hey, you want to start like just doing memberships here, and like let's start this new little area where it's just you handling memberships versus, you know, whoever was at the front counter that day too." So, um, another opportunity that was given to me that I I'm happy that I was given and 
I took too. Well, and then even after you left there, you must have left on a, without burning any bridges. Right. That no. they thought of you knowing that you had moved up to Wassa and this guy happened to be opening up a gym in Wassa and, and made the hey, connection. Let's, yeah. Let's put them together. Yeah. Which is so important in life. You know, sometimes it might take you different directions, but, and there was absolutely no reason to burn any bridges there. Great. I mean, I met my husband at that place too. I mean, that place really, <laughs> that first fitness a lot of club, memories. yes, met my husband there, got, got into this fitness industry. So another family I'll be eternally grateful for that they were part of my life, you know, to, to, um, get me where I'm at here now. But, um, yeah, sometimes you just have to take those different roads and, and again, it just led me right back to fitness. Well, and it's interesting how all these roads, you look back and you realize all I need to do is connect those dots from the different turns Mm -hmm. and they really work out the way they're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you meet so many people and like in life where they're like, oh, this isn't making sense. And I feel, but sometimes you just, yeah, you just got to wait it out a little bit. Patience, patience, patience. And and... it's a virtue that I really don't have. (laughs) (laughs) I try. I'm with you sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. I, I try. Yeah. Going back to changing somebody's lives for the better. Whatever that might be, and whether for whatever length of time, whether it's for that moment because you smiled and they were having a crappy day and you happened to see this person and smiled and opened the door, whether you're out at a grocery store or bringing into your, your, um, you know, in your professional career too, um, that somebody that you've worked with, whether you're an attorney and you're, you made their life a little better that day and what services you offered them, if it's at a fitness club and it's you're helping them feel better about themselves and making them believe in themselves, do something that they probably thought they wouldn't be able to do before. Um, I think, honestly, that's that's uh, that's where success comes from. I mean, you know, you can... Some people might look at it money or numbers and, um, and maybe that stuff comes along with it, but the roots of it, you know, where it really comes from for me is, is probably, um, what you can provide for people and how you can, how you can help them. So how you can make the world a little better or wherever your touches are in the world yeah, that you can make it a little better. Yeah. 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 So do you consider yourself like a servant leader go out in the world with, the Wayne Dyer's approach of how may I serve? Gosh, I that's that feels like very heavy to say something <laughs> like that. You know, I um that would be a great way to look at it, but I I guess um I, you know, I I just I feel that's that's part of our purpose here whether it comes I'm a Christian, so it comes, you know, from that underlying, you know, belief too, I'm sure. So um but yeah, I think I I do believe like we're, we have a purpose here on this earth and, and it should just, a lot should stem from kindness and, you know, being a good person and giving back to others. And, um, I think that's very important. Definitely. Cause what I, I hear is that from, and I hadn't heard it put this way before in terms of defining success as to how I impact the world rather than how the world impacts me. 
Yeah, yeah. And that really is a it's a very unique perspective. And but I think it's really cool that we're all put here for for a purpose and we're all be nice and be helpful. Yeah, yeah. And and I think then good things, you know, will stem from that too. There are other things will stem from that, but just making those few simple steps or that simple way of looking at it. Um, other benefits. It's even like, kind of like the people you surround yourself with, which I'm sure I think you, you know, talk about a team in your book and how important that is as well, building that team around you. Um, what you extrude out, you know, that's, that's kind of that energy, whatever you want to call it. You're going to bring back those, those sort of people, um, into your life too. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of positive, positive paths that can come from that, you know, coming from that root of like, not about me, uh, you know, helping others. And I, I, it just, I think this whole world too, social media and what you're seeing out there, you just see so many times where I feel like it always comes back to me, 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 you know, whether it's selfies or, and even too, I think sometimes people have to step back and do something for somebody and, and try not to put it on social media, like truly do it because you want to sometimes, because I think sometimes when you see that the genuineness of it, I'm like, are you doing that? Cause you, you question want- it. You want so many likes, like I really challenge somebody just to do something and it's between you and that person and God. And you know what I mean? Like, it, that's it. It's, you know, it's not out like on the Facebook that they, you or know, even it's, sometimes it's just between you and God that it's those random acts of kindness that yes, what you do when nobody's exactly. looking. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because I, yeah. So it doesn't have to be something you have to, and yeah, exactly. Share. Yeah, share about, but I don't have to brag about, I'm such a great and glorious person. Everybody look at me. Yeah. (laughs) I like the idea though, that who you surround yourself with in your team, but also the philosophy of the more you give, the more you receive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's really refreshing when people focus on how can I give more? How can I help the people around me? And make make the world a better place. Yeah, yeah. I think we need more of that in today's world. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, I think he's going to tell you to put the mic in front of your mouth. <laughs> Owning a fitness club and seeing as how we are on our one-year mark in the state of Wisconsin of total shutdown. Yeah. And I know your business was shut down. Mm -hmm. What were some of the things you learned during that experience? Yeah. This was actually a year ago today. I had to do it. It One year ago today, today. five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. This is when March 17th. Yeah. That's when everything went down. I remember like last night it would have been like only so many people could come in and people standing outside be like, you get off the treadmill, you come in and then realize, wow, this is, you know, trying to hold on to that last little bit and realizing you had to shut the doors. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it taught me, you know, thinking outside the box a little bit, you know, with the whole virtual thing, you know, I'm, as I've talked to you about very person to person, I think that there's nothing more authentic and better than being there with the person and working with them. But you you had to think, go around that and, um, work virtually and virtually with people and still have the connection. I, I teach a little Zumba as well. And that was like, 
I told the the people in my Zumba, I'm like, I never thought when we'd have like only a few people show up, like two people, I'd be like, oh, we're going to cancel this class because I'm like, I can never do Zumba with just two people. You need a crowd and that energy. <laughs> well, then I was in my basement doing Zumba by myself with just a camera in front of me, which I was totally out of my comfort zone of doing. But you, but you did do. it. I did it. Like, I never thought that would have been like, there's no way I would ever do that, you know? So, but I know there are people on the other side that it made smile. It got them up and moving and in their living room, wherever, got their families involved. So it was really good. And also just the um, the relationships you build, you know, like just checking in with people and genuinely just checking in with them. Not, oh, like, did you do your push-ups today? Like, I, you know, just how are you doing today? You know, how was, how was the day for you today? Like when everybody was not sure what tomorrow would bring and where the world was going and economy, jobs, all that. So, um, yeah, different approaches definitely we had to take and, um, you know, it's still growing and learning from it and going with it, but, uh, definitely lots of, um, I think it just even made that anytime fitness family, like closer too as well. Like, Hey, we got through this together and, um, and just still like that outreach to the members, uh, during that time, as much as we could do, you know, um, through, Facebook and email and Zoom and whatever, whatever we needed to use for that too. So things that you had to do or that you pivoted to during the shutdown, have you decided to keep and incorporate any of those things into the regular way of doing business now? Yeah. Some of the virtual things we're still doing for training and offering, um, for, our yoga for our small group training. So yeah, yep. We are still doing a lot of the virtual, still doing it for Zumba as well for those people um, that feel more comfortable that way. So yeah, still. So you were looking for the opportunities rather than just focusing on the, what the heck just happened to my business? Yeah. Yeah. However we could, yeah. However we can incorporate that. Exactly. Yeah. And just even becoming more virtually like, now for me to talk to somebody, you know, like just a, a member through the app and, you know, like, okay, this is what are you eating today? Or I found this recipe or do that. You know, it's, it's a lot more natural, I guess, part of the day to kind of be sending those communications to versus just maybe talking to them when they're at the, at the fitness club. I think that's very interesting. So What's the best piece of advice that you've received so far in your life or some of the the best pieces of advice that you've received? Oh, my goodness. I needed that question ahead of time. <laughs> First thing that comes oh, to mind, Stacey. Oh, man. I got I to gotta really think. I'm not. Did anything pop into your head or your gut? Because those are usually the the... Yeah, True nuggets, which is why I don't give the questions ahead of time. Yeah, right. Just. Oh, my goodness. I. I'm trying to think. I know I have one for you, but I'll have to <laughs> edit that in later. <laughs> just my voice. <laughs> we just kind of wing it. <laughs> when did you realize that your purpose is helping people? Um, probably back at that first fitness club when, you know, like working with that Lisa, I told you about, um, the inspired Linda. Yeah. I'm thinking of those, those first few people. And it, you know, at the time too, I was, 
I was like right out of high school. And I, you know, so I'm actually, you know, I should go back. I was just talking to my husband about this too. In uh, grade school, I we were just talking about this. I remember if there was like somebody who may not have been able to, um, I remember in like eighth grade, there was a girl that was in there that just wasn't paying attention a lot. Then she'd have to go in the back room or she'd fall asleep during class, kind of a little trouble if you want to say in class but then i would go instead of recess going out play with my friends i would go and sit back with her and just listen to her you know and talk to her you know because she would be stuck in a back room you know to do homework or catch up on that so so maybe it it goes back a little further you know that's just kind of i I would feel sorry for that you know like just came naturally yeah yeah and i would go back there and yeah maybe not the popular person or whatever but and then the teachers would eventually allow me to go back there if like she would say oh can i talk to stacy or whatever yeah and then i would go back there and just just listen and talk to her so maybe it goes back way to that but you know in the fitness part of it as well like then it kind of i think brought it back when i got into that first fitness club position and working with people too because i was gonna say i was pretty young yet i was like 18 years old and working with people that are like my parents age but they were still able to like trust you know connect with you yeah right which was that's that's pretty cool i think that they were able to do that and not be like yeah you could be my daughter like why am i taking you know advice from you so so did you always carry yourself as being older than you are older than your age that that's why they felt a connection or just that you actually, you truly cared without judgment, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I wish I, I don't know. I'm not sure. That might be a good one for my parents to ask. Yeah, so. And mom, was I, I always say, like that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think what I've heard from you so far tonight and just knowing you, when you talk about helping people and how they come in all shapes and sizes and they come in with different whys, but you try to remember their whys. I don't see judgment there. And I think people can tell, are you judging me? Are you being genuine and sincere? Or is this just a facade to get what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it that's, I mean, maybe that's a personality thing, but I think it's important that, I mean, whether you see me at a fitness club or, you know, see me out and about, you know, like you're getting the same Stacy, you know, like it's the same. What you see is what you get, yeah, right? Oh, right. I think right. I know somebody else like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? Pat, this is the kettle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I, I think it's, uh, yeah. And that's maybe another reason why the fitness thing comes so natural for me, because it, again, it's just, I believe in it. I know it's going to work for you. So it's just, um, yeah, it's, goes back to it's not sales it's no this is this can help you this can change your life i've seen it with other people that come in with similar stories you know and make those connections it's a a personal thing yeah just like when you were in eighth grade and went into the back room to help that other girl yeah yeah so one final question for you if you could snap your fingers no work required no effort and you could change one thing about society today what would it be Oh man. Oh, patience. I'm going to go back to patience and kindness, you know, like not to, maybe, and like you're saying too, with the judgmental thing, just stop and listen. Like, don't, don't run to conclusions, no matter what side of the fence, what 
what position they take, just stop and listen and just be a little open-minded with, um, um, with taking in other views or opinions. I totally agree that you need to have like a foundation, a strong foundation and uh, as to where those, you know, your beliefs and where that comes from, but patience and listening, I think can go a long way right now. Yeah. And really listening, really listening, yeah. not listen to respond, but just listen to maybe understand, understand. And it's okay if you disagree with somebody like you can say, but that, you know what, that's, it's okay. Like to say, Oh, you see it that way. Okay. This is how I see it. Oh, wow. And maybe I never you guys thought can, about it that you way. You know, you could take a little tidbits of, from each, but you guys can still go on your, your way and, and just have a conversation, you know, <laughs> because you can, um, you can have totally whatever the views might be, but at least to take that time to say, Oh, that's how you see it. And that's why you see it that way. Okay. Well, this is how I see it. This is why I see it that way. Okay. All right. Awesome. Have a good day and be on your nice way. Nice talking to yeah. you. Yeah. You know, like you, I don't think it's it. It comes down to that, unfortunately, a lot right now. So yeah. Maybe it just needs to make a comeback. Yeah. There you go. But yeah. So the media can divide us, but we can join us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the real change happens in the one-on-one interactions yeah. where we actually do communicate and a key part of communicating is listening and being patient to accept and recognize other points of view. Yeah, right, right. You know, patience isn't a strong suit for a lot of people. No, no, it takes... Me included. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Well, Stacey, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, Thank you for coming and sharing some of your story with me. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So if you liked what you heard, click the subscribe button and check out our other podcasts on You and Your Life with Sarah Ruffay. (music) 